Welcome to Orbit, daily reflections for a God-centred life. Hello and welcome back to Orbit, a short reflection to help you put God at the centre of your life from the team behind Satellites. My name is Zachary Gain and I'll be taking you through today's passage. Each weekday we share a little bit of the Bible with you to give you a chance to pray and think about it and provide you with one practical way to put it into practice. Today's reading comes from Exodus chapter 9 verses 1 to 7. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go and continue to hold them back, the hand of the Lord will bring a terrible plague on your livestock, in the field, on your horses, donkeys, camels, and on your cattle, sheep, and goats. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and that of Egypt, so that no animal belonging to Israelites will die. The Lord set a time and said, Tomorrow the Lord will do this in the land. The next day the Lord did it. All the livestock of Egyptians died, but not one animal belonging to the Israelites died. Pharaoh investigated and found that not even one of the animals of the Israelites had died. Yet his heart was unyielding and he would not let the people go. Now here is just one of the many plagues that were sent on Egypt by God in order to free his people from slavery. Now at the time of these plagues, there were many gods that were worshipped within the Egyptian culture. There was, now bear with me, I'll try and get the pronunciation right, Happy, the Nile god created for making land fertile, that's H-A-P-I, not H-A-P-P-Y. Um, Hecht, the frog goddess, which um, we had a little bit about last reflection, the god of creation. Geb, able to make things from the dust of the ground, and Hathor, cow-headed goddess linked to love and romance. And there were many other gods connected to the plagues. However, these plagues were much more than just to convince Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. It was also a way to demonstrate God's superiority over the Egyptian gods, that God was the one true God worth worshipping. God showed power over each one, such as livestock, as we read here today, as well as dominion over healing, creation, and other areas of life that the Egyptian gods represented. Now, the Egyptians reigned thousands of years ago, so the talk of gods and idols and other gods in today's culture might seem a little strange or just completely ridiculous. Yet, when you look closer at our modern world, still today there are many other things that we turn to in our culture above God, whether that's approval money and wealth, comfort, relationships, or even technology like our smartphones. The list goes on. You know, pre-X Factor, there was even a show called Pop Idols. Um, that might show my age. Uh, maybe some of you probably haven't heard of Pop Idols, but it was like X Factor before that. Um, which is interesting because even then, they've actually called these celebrities idols. You might just look at how many followers some of our most prized celebrities have today on social media. You know, Ronaldo, 400 million followers on Instagram. Kylie Jenner, 300 million followers. That's, that's a lot of people. Um, Tim Keller writes in his book, Counterfeit Gods, an idol is anything more important to you than God. Anything that absorbs your heart and imagination more than God. and Anything that you seek to give you what only God can give. So, what might be some of our idols? For me, during the pandemic, one of them was video games. Now, I love video games, whether it's FIFA or Fortnite and everything in between. And there's nothing wrong with video games at all. However, I was finding myself playing more and more because 
it became a coping mechanism, something that I turned to when I felt anxious or low, something just to make me feel better. Now I'm not saying that video games are inherently bad, far from that, but what it means is that I was spending less time with God and believing more that the video games was what I needed to get by. In scripture it says, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. And as his children, the invitation for us is to turn back to God because God is always available. But what do we receive by doing that? A love from God that will sustain and nourish us, something that no other idol can do. Let us pray. Thank you, God, for your love. Thank you that you never look down on us in disappointment or anger when we make mistakes. Thank you that the invitation to love you is always there and that your love never fails us and is always there. We choose to put you first today and every day, even when we have to make that decision again and again and again. Amen. Let's take a few moments of silence just to reflect on these ideas or simply sit and be still. the action. Get a pen and a paper and after a time of stillness pray and ask God what you may put in, be putting before him. Write them down. It could be one, it could be a few. Now let God's grace meet you as you say sorry for where you may have looked elsewhere for comfort. And instead re reorientate yourself to him and the knowledge that only he can bring you the love and comfort that you desire. That's it for today's Orbit. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll be back with another reflection tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow for another episode of Orbit.